Hi, and welcome back to Chatting with CoPlanet. We are experienced, exceptional educational consultants based out of New York City who believe that the world will thrive when our youth thrive. And I'm here today with our literacy expert, Shannon Ortiz-Wong. Shannon is an amazing English educator and also an administrator um, who has a ton of experience with young people in urban areas. And she's just exceptional in every way. And she's here to talk to you today about why she's so passionate about teaching English and making sure that young people are strongly literate. Thanks so much, Jen. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So why are you so passionate about making sure that young people are exceptionally literate and love English? Sure. So when I was in school, um, I really struggled. I was expelled from high school in ninth grade, um, and I ended up going to a transfer high school, which really opened my eyes to the importance of literacy and education. And so I ended up reading um, Edgar Allan Poe um, and becoming really excited about, I mean, originally creepy stuff, right? Um, But then I had teachers who taught me how to really learn how to articulate and negotiate for myself the things that I wanted. Um, the things that I thought were important. Um, and those are some of the things that I tend to do with kids uh, now that I'm an educator. And so the idea is, is that we get students to be passionate about literature because they're going to need language to essentially fight, a fight against um, the status quo and the things that tend to keep them and their families in generational poverty. And so I tend to want kids to, number one, love literature, but more importantly, love to think about themselves as writers, um, negotiators, so that they can then go and use that language to support themselves, um, leaving any particular situation that might be hard to get out of um, without language. Completely awesome. Reading, writing, speaking, and listening as ways to open doors in your life. Um, Powerful and skills that they can have for the rest of their lives. So what do you do specifically to get young people to love English, literature, text, et cetera, writing? Um, And how do you get them to excel? Sure. So when I'm thinking about how to get kids to love literature, I'm thinking in particular about what's important to what's important to kids. Right. And so it's not just thinking about cultural relevancy, uh, pedagogy as something they're doing, looking at black and Latinx authors. It's about how do I get kids passionate about the human condition and how they are completely a part of that, even when they leave the classroom and they're not necessarily looking at at the text that we're doing in class. And so it's really important for kids to think about who am I? Um, Who am I in relation to other people? Who am I if I am not tolerant, if I am not decent and kind? Um, And when I am not those things, how do I come back from it? And I think I use literature to have kids think deeply about that. Um, I want kids to think about um, racism and colorism and um, how to break through cycles that potentially stop kids from having a voice. And so I generally start from there. And then I'm also asking them in particular what they're interested in about. So I can't help them have a voice if I'm actually not using their voice uh, in order to choose the text that I'm putting in front of them. It's fantastic. The human condition and the universality and what unites all of us and what it means to be human as a way into literacy. Brilliant. What specific things do you do to get kids to excel? Any secrets, tips, tricks, techniques out there? for teachers, for administrators, for parents who want their young people to be more literate? Yeah, I think kids excel when they think that their voice is heard and they're valued in the classroom, right? So 
what I tend to ask kids is like, what are you interested in? And kids like off the bat, right? Kids are going to say, I'm really excited about love and relationships. Cool. Let's find various kinds of texts that are going to get you excited about it. But then I also have kids say and understand, like I tell kids specifically that like, we're going to get really super excited about this text, but then we're going to have to really get in there and like learn how to speak better, learn how to write better so that, and then learn how um, to engage in conversations better so that we can then articulate the way in which we love relationships or something like that. And so I think that's a part of it. I think a part of it is me being reflective in my own practice. So I have to be aware enough to say, listen, kids didn't like that book or that lesson. It didn't land well. How am I going to be better? And that's really hard as an educator to say, like what I did wasn't that great. But if I'm going to be great for kids and I'm asking them to rise to the occasion and be great for themselves, I have to be able to do that. Things I know you believe, things I know you do. I know you believe that there's no such thing as other people's children. I know you believe that young people need to back up their ideas with evidence. And I know you believe in asking great and engaging questions. Tell us a little bit about how those things bring a classroom to life. Sure. So I think what sometimes can happen is classrooms get boring because teachers tend to uh, ask the same kinds of questions because they're afraid of being innovative and reimagining education because the way our system is grounded in state exams. And so what I say is, um, how do we think about what the exams are asking us to have kids do and how do we elevate that in our own questioning? So in New York City, yeah, we want kids to really deep thinkly ab- think deeply about the central idea of a text. Um, but how do we have those conversations without inundating kids with the idea of central idea, central idea every single time we open up a textbook? I always ask kids to go back into the text to support their evidence because if you're going to have any kind of argument or claim or stance, you need to make sure that you're backing it up, not only in the evidence in the text, but when you're going out into the real world and you want to negotiate for a salary, I need to prove that I deserve that salary. If I'm in a relationship and I feel like it's not going well, I need to be able to point specifically to the things that aren't working. So asking kids to do uh, these things in the classroom in terms of finding evidence, backing up their claims, thinking deeply about opposing claims are just things that are going to support them when they leave the classroom and they go and live their lives. So great text and good arguments and debates and the importance and the centrality of the voices of young people. Powerful stuff, Shannon Ortiz-Wong. If you would like to reach out to Shannon, you can do so through the CoPlanet website at www.coplanet.org. Again, we're CoPlanet, experienced, exceptional educational consultants based in New York City, and we believe that the world will thrive when our youth thrive. Thanks and have a great day.